Good day, guys, and I am back. I missed you guys so much, I couldn't stay away. So, season two, we are going to dig a little deeper into that parapsychology and that supernatural and that esotericism. We are just going to just, I want to go down a rabbit hole. No topic is off limits in this season. So, I am just going to, the topics are going to be whatever comes to my mind at that point. Um, I do have a structural uh, season, but it, it may not even end up that way. So again, I'll be doing the episodes as they come to me. It's not going to be an every week thing. I'm just going to do them whenever I feel like you guys need to be blessed with some episodes. So I'll be doing it that way. So we're going to start out season two with something very popular, which is the African Orishas. This is a hot topic, right? Um, I just want to just introduce the topic. Um, I'm kind of well versed. I have not personally had any experiences with the Orishas, as I stated before in previous episodes. I have studied them. I do study stuff to see if I want to work with it or if I vibe with it. So I don't have in-depth that uh, study, but I know that there are 1,440 Orishas, seven which are really, really popular and recognized. Um, So West African, especially Yoruba religion, has been vilified and deemed diabolical by the West in Christianity, brainwashing and subjugating millions over the centuries until today. However, don't be fooled by biased media. African religious in their derivatives thrive in Latin America and the Caribbean today. Much effort has been made not to let it influence those in the U.S., Um, I, I am a equal opportunist when it comes to religions or spiritual practices. I don't have anything against Christianity, guys. I just think it is a slave master's religion. Um, and we will get into an episode, um, about that, where I go deeper into that, why I think that way, um, and what my research has founded. If you are a hardcore Christian, you're probably not going to want to hear that, but I'm going to touch on it because, like I said, nothing is off the table. All, all topics are open to me in this season. So in the 16th century, the Yoruban belief uh, was spread all over the world by the enslaved. What is Yoruba or Yoruban, you ask? It's a religion, a people, a language. Um, it's a tra- they have traditional practices and spiritual concepts and they were spread out during the slave trade. Um, it's practiced by many and it's identified as the following, um, in Cuba, it's identified as Santeria. Um, and I think it is Santeria in other Spanish cultures. I'm not sure about that. Um, in Haiti, it's identified as Voodoo, which is voodoo. In Brazil, you're going to have to help me with this name, Candomboli. Candomboli. It's practiced in Brazil underneath that name. Um, Trinidad and Tobago is Shango. 
Um, so it, it, it derives from West Africa. So West Africa, Nigeria is known as the place for the Yoruban people, but it is we would just say West African because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, I'm not from there, so I don't. My ancestors are from there. Let me correct myself. My ancestors are from there. So um, you have Benign over there. You have Togo. Um, Ghana is over there. Uh, and I, I also heard from a friend that's from there that Yoruban or Yoruba is uh, also spoken in South African. So South Africa. So not sure about that, but I know it's a West African tradition, um, mainly known in Nigeria, and it has made it all the way to America. Beyonce brought a lot of attention to it, not to say that it wasn't popular before. Um, she um, brought attention to it, but she did bring a lot of attention to it when she embodied Oshun in her video, Hold Up. Um, she also gave a little highlight to Oshun in her performance. Do y'all remember the performance when she was pregnant and she performed, um, I forget the name of the song, where she's leaning back in the chair? So she did embody Oshun on that one as well. Um, I want to go ahead and speak of the Orishas. As I said before, I don't know um, all of them. We don't have enough time to go into detail and give information in regards to all of them. We just have, I just have a little bit. It's more than seven. I can tell you that much, but seven are recognized um, over here are popular. I shouldn't say recognized. I should say popular. Um, popular over here. I'm going to give you some information. You know, I give you, I scratch the surface on some subjects. I'm going to give you some information. If you're drawn to one of them, by all means, go ahead and research that person. I'm going to give you enough information to probably set up your altar. That's what I'm going to do. So the first one we have is Alega, Alegba issue. So, okay, let me just go ahead and clear up something. They, since they, since the practice was spread by the enslaved Africans, you know, it may be different. Like if, if you're studying Santeria, you may do something different for one of the Orishas than they would do in Yoruba. So stuff has been added on as it's been spread out, you know, throughout the island. So um, the stuff that you may know of uh, Orisha and the stuff that I read may not resonate with you about that Orisha. That's fine. But it is it the Yoruban culture and practices and spirituality was taken and it was changed just to be clear about that. So I gave you the names that it is identified under in each um, place that it's practiced. So Ilegba, he is the keeper of Ashe, um, which is universal power. He's a messenger between the heavens and earth. He's a translator. Um, he's a translator of the crossroads. In divination, he guides the fate of man. Alegba is responsible for the choices that are given to us. So he is the reason we have the free will, the ability to go right or left at that crossroad. Alegba helps you to see wrong in the choices you have made. 
Um, his temperament is inquisitive and curiosity. His colors are black and red. Remember, we spoke about the altar. So this is all the stuff that you want to contribute to your altar if you plan on working with any of them. Um, offerings are wrapped candy, popcorn, rum, and cigars. Um, his number is three. His numbers are three and 21. His date is June 13th. I should have also got the day of the week, but I did not get that. But if if I'm speaking of a Orisha, you know what? I won't do that. I, um, I was going to say I would relate them to other gods. So remember, I discussed earlier that in the deity episode that some of them correspond with other gods in other spiritualities or religions i won't do that it'll be disrespectful to that to the episode and to the orishas so i will just keep it strictly orishas you may identify um the similarities between the orishas and another god but i'm not gonna say their names in their episodes so um the next one we have is ogun he is iron um he helps out the technologists war soldiers uh, farming. He's a warrior. He is a de- deity of metalwork. He led the way for the deities to enter earth. He is the remover of obstacle. He clears the path and also he's a protector. His um, sacrifices that I saw were animal sacrifices. Um, green and black is his color. Day is June 29th. Um, and his numbers are three and seven. And did I mention his colors are green and black? I think I said it. <laughs> but yeah, those are his colors, green and black. Next you have um, Obatala. And what I'll do is I'll just read Obatala and Olarun together um, because they coincide. So Obatala is the creator. Um, he molds humans. He molds uh, children in the womb. So he's a molder of some sort. His ethics require morality and purity. He's believed to be the sky father, the creator of humans, as I said, father of all Orishas. He's associated with purpose and forgiveness and resurrection. Number is nine. Color is white. His date is September 24th. His offerings are coconut milk. White pumpkin, um, I'm sorry, white and pumpkin sandalwood. Um, and I'm going to go to Olarun, which is Ole Dumare. Um, he is the almighty God. He is the only one who can breathe life into the creations of Obatala. He created the universe. Um, his colors, which I found were white. Um, day is September 24th. His offerings are fruit, grain, seeds, and vegetables. He did not have a number. I would put him with number one. But you may want to research that and see if you can pull up any numbers. I didn't see any numbers for Olarun. Um, next, we have Yemeya, which is Yamaya. She is a mermaid goddess. Oh, my God. I just get so excited when I talk about mermaids. And I think I'm going to do a whole episode on Mami Wata. Um, but her numbers are 7 and 10. Her day is September 7th. Colors blue and white. Her offerings are watermelon, watermelon, water flowers, um, white flowers, not water flowers, cake, coconut, and molasses. Uh, she's considered the mother of all. She's the mother of all the Orishas, the mother of the sea. She is the epitome of a mother. She's the protector of children and fishermen. So you would go to her if you had any fertility issues. You would call up on her. Um, and she would help you with that if you need to protect your children. 
or you feel like you need protection for your children, you would go with her. Um, Seashells is one of her offerings as well, I think. Oshun is who we are going to go with next. And that is the one that Beyonce embodied in her video, Hold Up. Um, she's a river orisha. She's associated with love, sensuality, grace, and beauty. Um, a negativity to that is she's associated with vanity. Um, she's also associated with healing. She teaches through meditation, chants, songs. Her colors are yellow, gold, coral, amber. Number is five. Um, day is September the 8th. I believe offerings are cinnamon, pumpkin, oranges, sunflowers, and honey. She would be a good one to work with if, if, you, if you're having self-esteem issues, right? I would work with her or I know y'all are thinking of a goddess that is associated with her, but I won't say her name. But if you want to call in love or you wanted to feel attractive, I would probably go with working with her. Um... Chango is next, which is Shango. Um, he is the Orisha of thunder, lightning, and very authoritative. I started laughing because I immediately thought of somebody that that would another god that would go with that. Um, he's also known for quick justice. He's associated with our drive and passion in life. So if you feel like you don't have a drive or a passion, you probably want to get with with Shango to help you. His day is December 4th. His colors are red and white. His offerings are bitter cola, palm oil, red apples, red wine, and rum. And his number is, numbers are four and six. Um, next or last I have Oya. She's a female warrior. Helps with transformation, power, and magic. She is the guardian of the ancestral gate. Um, what would you get with her for? You probably would get with her if female warriors would get with her because the male warriors would probably go with Ogun or Chango. So, um, she also is the female warrior of lightning. So she's the female Chango. Her colors are purple, purple and burgundy. Offerings are purple plums, black or purple grapes, black eyed peas. Her number is nine and her day is February the 2nd. Um, that, that's just touching the surface on the Orishas. And I'm already at 15 minutes, which, you know, I do my first portion about 15, 20 minutes. I'm already at 15 minutes with just discussing that little part. I felt it was important to discuss them because... They it, first of all, it's popular when you think in when you think of African metaphysicals. That is the first thing that comes to people's mind. It really became popular about a couple of years ago over here. Um, I just think that you know African people don't get enough credibility when it comes to metaphysical. Um, I think that. All that stuff came from Africa. That is that is what we're known for. We were brought over here and converted to Christianity. Christianity was a method given to us to put fear in us, and they made us fear our own, um, our own roots or religion. So now you're when you think of the Orishas, I wanted to give them light, to give them positive, uh, put them in a positive light because they do positive things. 
um, when you, when it's mentioned to you and you're a Christian and that's mentioned to you, it's just kind of like, you're thinking of black magic and black magic is not bad to, it's not bad to black people. That is our original, that is what we originally practiced before we were bought here. So I just wanted to let you all know that they are not bad. They do good things. They can help you with good things. Um, the African spirituality, which includes metaphysics, um, alchemy, voodoo, astrology, neurology, symbology, cosmology, obeye, or obey, um, and calling on the Orishas have all been associated with a negative. Um, they were given, they were given, it's negative. When you think about it, people are thinking about black magic, especially obey, um, it's just the manifestation of your own power. That's really all it is. It's manifest, manifesting your internal power and showing what you can do. And it works. I don't care what nobody say. It works. I have done, as I mentioned with my episode with um, when I had my guest, we both have done it. And it has worked for both of us. It's just internalizing your power. And I want to empower people to use that power. Use your platform. Put that power on your platform. Manifest some stuff in your life. Make some things come about because you have power in you. We all possess that power. Um, Sometimes, like as as I mentioned, I work with my ancestors and um, I've worked with Lakshmi and I work with St. Expedite. I have yet to work with the Orishas, but I do see it in my future. When I'm talking about them, I feel positive energy is just that you have to create those relationships. And I don't like being tied to a deity. If that makes sense. I don't like being tied to a deity. My ancestors are a bloodline. So that works better for me. Um, I still do the offerings. As I mentioned in the deity episode, I still give the offerings. It's just not, I don't have to form that relationship with them. So sometimes in Santeria, um, what I had learned was they, I think they take, they have, um, and this is in voodoo too. They have Orisha wives and husbands. They take a day where their significant other, their, um, worldly significant other has to leave the house and they have that day with that deity. So you have to form that relationship with them. You are dedicated to them. Um, in Santeria, you have to be initiated. And I just don't, mm, I don't feel like, I want to be tied to it. Girl, I sound like I'm in a relationship. And I'm talking about a girl like somebody in front of me. I sound like I'm trying to get in a relationship. I don't want to be tied to nobody is what I'm trying to get at. My ancestors, that's part of me. It's easy to um, get in touch with them. It's easy to connect with them. So I just go ahead and do ancestral worship and work. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I did, did y'all hear about that dust that's coming? The dust that's coming is supposed to give you symptoms like COVID-19 and I'm not ready for it. I'm not here for it. I don't need that in my life right now. Um, So I'm having allergies and I'm coughing a little bit, talking a lot, need to drink some water. But as I was saying, I don't want to be tied to any one religion. I don't want to have to form those connections or those bonds. I just want to um, get in touch with my internal power, which is my ancestors. They make things happen. Um, and I just go about my business, but we will be right back with our second part of our episode. 
And today I'm just going to do some questions. I'm not going to read on current events because we still have the same stuff going on that we had going on on last episode. And I don't want to be the dead horse. Y'all already know. Um, we'll just wait for those to come to pass for a little bit. So the first two episodes, I'll probably do viewers questions uh, with the readings. And then maybe about the third episode, I'll get into I'll get into reading current events. So let's take that break and we will be back, people. Thank you. Hey guys, so I'm back. Um, the funny thing about this is like, so I took a break and this is like maybe two days later. And I'm coming back to finish up the second part of the episode. And I got so many email requests to do current events. And don't stop doing the current event readings. And um, a lot of people email me, you know, with receipts and, you know, monitoring the stuff that I was saying was coming true. And so I guess we'll just keep doing the current event readings at the end of the episode. And do that until you know just follow along with whatever happens Um, most people were saying you know that was they are excited about the information that I'm giving but they are very excited about the reading on the current events uh, because it's kind of a source of comfort with everything going on so we'll continue to do that um, on the second half of the episode I was gonna try to switch it I thought it was a little repetitive reading the same thing over and over and I was uh, trying to keep my audience engaged but I guess hey it's whatever the audience likes so since you guys like those so much we will continue to do them um let's go ahead and get started on the second part of the episode and the first thing I want to look at is the coronavirus so someone pointed out my um, prediction of us being restricted in July I didn't, I then again said it on the last episode and I actually, um, I knew it, I knew that it was going to be in July, but I thought maybe it would be after July 4th, but they're doing it a little early. Um, here in Texas, Greg Abbott is starting to shut things down and I think Florida is doing the same thing. I think the other states will soon see a rise and follow suit. Um, but I did see a restriction in July and somebody did point that out that that was pretty accurate so we'll get started so let's look at the coronavirus and see what's going on with it so I now made myself available on um, social media platforms Mm, I did have a page the funny thing is I went back and I did not know that I had um, 1,127 followers on there. So I was not engaging with that page, but I think I'm going to be pretty active on there. It is Water Goddess Reading, W-A-T-E-R um, space G-O-D-D-E-S-S space readings, R-E-A-D-I-N-G-S. So in case you wanted to go ahead and follow me on there. Okay, so let's see the coronavirus. 
it does get pretty bad I see and then again that's, there's that restriction there um, it's giving them a second chance to get it right to actually do what they were supposed to do the first time around but they prematurely opened everything back up so this is like the second chance to um, to get it right with stopping the spread of the virus I didn't want to say stop the spread but um, I really feel like they shouldn't have opened back up. It was very premature, and I think Stevie Wonder could have saw that we were going to be locked back down, but some people really did not believe it. I did get an email stating that, um, when I had, at the time of the episode, stating that, hey, you're wrong, and I just want to email that person back, or if you're listening, I want to tell you, haha, I'm right. Um, there's a lot of money being put into the vaccine. I still see that as I saw last time. Um, the team that is working on the vaccine or the people who are working on it, they seem to be very dedicated with trying to get that out there and get it finished. So there's a lot of money being put into that. Something with a lady with black hair. I don't know what she has to do with this, but she's there as well restrictions came up three times in this layout so there we are going to be back on lockdown um there's some kind of secrets around it um i always see that deception and secrets are around that i think it's going to take somebody in power to come out and say that we need to lock it down. I don't know if that's the governors, the mayors, or if it's the president himself, but you will be seeing that. So, there's that. Um, and the protests. So, the protests are beginning to die down. Um, which they went longer than anybody expected, I think, but let me see what's kind of going on with those. So, let me see. Well, they're dying down because I, I haven't watched the news, so I haven't saw anything on my social media feeds. Maybe you guys can help me out with that. I don't watch the news because it's kind of negative. Um, it drains me and it puts out a lot of negative energy, so try my best to stay away from that. Social media is my news. <laughs> I still see energy and move, movement and passion behind the protest, so there may be a couple of more that do come out. Um, communication with those, so as far as like protests, you probably won't see like the big crowds um, with the protests because again, we'll be locked down, but you'll see a lot of people speaking out and trying to make a movement, trying to make a statement. Um, they're very passionate about getting the racial um, injustice solved. So you will see a lot of people speaking out about that still. You will see it still being a movement and you will still see energy and passion behind that. Probably just not the big crowd with that, if that makes sense. Probably not like the big crowd. So it's still some sort of protest or some kind, so some sort of standing up for um, racial injustice still is there. Um, 
these people are actually dedicated and sticking to to what they set out to uh, uh, attain this time. So I think they, it will still go. It's just not the big crowds due to the uh, COVID-19 is what I'm seeing. And I wanted to take a look at Trump really quick. give you the card of the day this one is kind of not in depth like that um bringing on season two you know, we just did that opening episode and then we're kind of doing a little light read at the end i guess and trump has been pretty quiet from what i've seen now when you're listening to the reading, you got to remember some stuff is not, not literal. It's like me saying he'd be quiet. He's not throwing, throwing fits or he's not on Twitter ranting and raving or anything. He's back up a little bit. That's what I meant. I didn't mean like, oh, he's going to disappear or anything. some upsets about some legal documents indecision with somebody that is on his team he has some indecision there he's very stressed out still um i still see him traveling i see a lot of chaos surrounding him communicating with him about somebody coming to visit him this is a guy something about a visitor something there with that he is overall still the same he's a very unhappy person he's having emotional conflict this is very stressful to him it almost looks like he does not want to be the president but he still likes the power so he's upset with something to do with legal documents it probably still be the ruling of the book getting released so there's that um, and I want to give you all the card of the day for this reading again this may resonate with some people and some people it may not if it doesn't resonate with you that is not your message I'm pretty sure you will have a message on a future episode or a past episode but the universe is going to give a message to the person that needs it. The person will know who they are. Persons are persons. Oh, universe. It's so funny. Okay, here we go. Your current past is path isn't leading you towards the happiest possible outcome so why not change it always maintain integrity and compassion but be alert to the hidden agendas of others and that is all i have for you guys today um season two is going to be amped up i have some explosive controversial topics 
two gifts to you in season two. Just stay tuned. Um, you guys are always welcome to email me and give me feedback. And like as I said before, I don't know everything. Um, so if, if it's something that I said in a in an episode and you want to correct it, and or you know something different, or you want to have a healthy discussion or healthy debate about it, you can always email me at watergoddesstopics at gmail.com. W-A-T-E-R-G-A-W-D-E-S-S-T-O-P-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. You're always welcome to email me there. Um, We will start to do the two questions at the end of the episode. Again, I go in the inbox and randomly pick out questions. Um, Actually, the people have listened and the people that I answered their questions and I did get good feedback in the um, inbox. I actually got... Well, some of them actually wanted to book a full reading to go more in depth with the situation or the question that they asked. You are always welcome to request readings. Um, Again, when I set out um, and did this podcast, I'm hoping to reach a lot of people with information. It's informational. It's free information. Um, It doesn't come to a charge to you. And also, again, I wanted to add, um, I am a certified life coach. So I will be starting to book life coaching sessions um, and to inquire about those. You will email me at the email that I had given before. I hope you guys have a great day, evening, night. I am sending you light and love till next time.